If you work for a living, why do you kill yourself working? From the Willamette Valley, in America's great Pacific Northwest, you are listening to the Ernest Mann Show. I'm your host, Ernest Mann. Coming to you no matter where, what time, or what place you may be listening in this great, big, beautiful, but sometimes incredibly crazy world we all live in. Hello, everyone. We made it. Here it is Monday. Hope you had a nice Memorial Day weekend. Hey, and it still isn't over. I mean, it is Monday. You technically could be partying hard, whatever it is that you do. But at any rate, I hope you've enjoyed it. And uh, what we have here is something really interesting. It is episode number 257, Earnest Truth, Chinese and Filipino women versus obnoxious American entitled woman childs. You know, I think what would be a good idea is <clears throat> if you could um, save this and or note that this is episode 257 you want to bring make sure you bring all of your staunch hardcore uh femi nazi i mean uh feminist um and uh you know all of them part of man man hate inc <laughs> to hear this but not only that just tune it in for your wives to listen to because this is something different. What I'm going to say to you is nothing more. This is not in any way intended as a hate harangue. It isn't that. I hate certain behaviors, but it's not intended as that overall. Just the possibility, somehow, if it can be done, of working something out. Because that's what you want to do. If you're if you're having a problem in society, you know, you you should um if you're reasonably intelligent, you have to examine, you know, various things and possibilities. Things that are <clears throat> for instance considered uh completely off the table. Well, that's what I do here, folks. We put the shit on the table matter of fact i don't normally brag but in this particular instance i will i'll say it's damn it it's my show and i am the table i am the table <laughs> i am the table and this is what is going to be served on that table and um it's about time that we try a third rail approach to 
everything bad that's happening in America, in the West, in general, with women. This this impassable gulf, this this gulf that we're in. Um, I'm proposing some alternatives, and um, this is you know. I don't know the percentage of chances of making this happen, but uh, let's just see if we can. What if we did this, what I'm getting ready to propose? Um, what if this was actually implemented, which I doubt very seriously it will, but what if it were? Um, you might be shocked. I mean, hell, we've done so much in America. Let's fess up. Let's be honest. We've done so much as sociological experiments, drug experiments, you know. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but when finally, when the data comes through, when, you know, when that happens... Uh, yeah, you should have a pretty good indicator of where things are and then act accordingly. And the fact is, every, everybody knows this, at least every male. For women, still, it's great. This whole thing that's been going on, particularly for the last, in particular for the last 30, 40 years, one-way road Everything, and I mean everything, for them. Mm, for us, mm, not so much. So I know to a lot of you <clears throat> hearing this, I'm preaching to the choir. But I want to move, I want to take it a step beyond this. Because, in my opinion, that's what needs to be done. And um, so what I was proposing, if you want to see a demonstration of just how bad things are in relation to the sexes and whatnot, see the problem, the, well, there's a whole slew and a whole score of problems, but you're fighting, you're battling, it doesn't matter where you go. That's one of the first things, first and foremost. It doesn't matter if you go to China, the Philippines, that I'm going to talk about, uh, Indonesia, it, you know, wherever. Because the deal is this. It's the unknown, or what has been known as the unknown of the female nature. And you know something? I'm going to tell you this. If you're a young guy... Or if you're an old guy, if you're an old guy, son, grandson, whatever, have, bring his ass, have him listen to this. It will be invaluable. I may poten potentially sound completely crazy to them, but, you know, I have a lot of experience and, you know, I was once believe it or not once young and dumb myself and uh yeah i believed that women were sugar and spice and everything nice and all that 
And, you know, I mean, especially the younger you are, you do all of that shivery shit and you open the doors and you'll, you know, the thing of the old thing of throwing your jacket down over a puddle so she doesn't walk through the mud and, and all that. Yeah, but the thing is, what I'm trying to tell you is, um, as you mature, learn. That means learn. That means from having your ass kicked. <laughs> Emotionally, financially, this, that, and the other. You see a very different side of this critter. And uh, we're talking a really nasty critter really nasty because it's great when you're sexing and it's great when you're doing horizontal bop all that's great you love all that but that comes with them as far as they're that comes with a big price and here's the thing young men old men you always pay one way or the other and it's just like I've heard so many really young oh I would never go to a prostitute and pay for it Ooh. I'm trying to tell you if you will listen to me you one way or the other you always pay you always pay for it <laughs> one fucking way or the other but you are gonna pay for it but they, the creatures that they are, or let's say these westernized or American creatures, they have an entirely different plan. They have a different plan. And that plan is a lifelong plan. And that lifelong plan is for them. It ain't for you, other than being the provider. It ain't for you. It's for them. Them and the offspring. That's it. So it's a it's like a black widow spider kind of thing because in case you don't know this, when they mate, just like praying mantises or anything else, he has to fuck and then beat feet and get out of there. If he's lucky, all he wanted to do is get some nookie, but if he's lucky, he gets alive. He get the, if he's real lucky. And he better be fast. <laughs> so despite all the smiling and, and, and especially this, their feelings. What about your feelings? The feelings are for them a barometer of how broken down you want to be to their game. Because that is part of the entrapment whereas once upon a time in this society not this one currently I'm going way back it was a very simple exchange it was different as a matter of fact if you look this up please do romantic love um, it wasn't until this whole thing started around ish 1850 um so um before that no people were thankfully they were eminently practical 
And so, you know, she had to be able... She had to be able to, um, well, work. And her work was different for obvious physical reasons. And men's work, although it's still physical, had to do all the stuff of the farm and feed the critters and, you know, clean the house and make the meals. And and then if they had kids, then take care of the youngins. I'm saying that's a hell of a lot of work. Besides also providing sex. So, but also it had to be understood then that, you know, they, again, practically eminently understood because they didn't have all of the modern technologies that we currently have that they understood that could result in pregnancy. So you had these, you know, settlers in the you know, 1860s and whatnot, America, you know, that were having 8, 10, 12 or more youngins because it's not a fault of fucking because that's normal. That's not, that's a good thing. It's especially now in the modern sense where it is a bad thing to be producing humans. Don't need any more humans. I'm I'm I am putting that down officially and this is part of um what I'm saying that's going to be on my t-shirts. <laughs> I did this I don't know 2 years ago and finally finally getting ready to introduce them and I'll say simply put, you know, fucking good baby's bad. That's it. Okay. But um yeah, it's it's a division of labor. But everything, every role, yeah, as they call the, what the feminazis that hate is gender roles. Yeah, we had roles. We had a position. We don't have that anymore <clears throat> because the, you know, the leftist people that live in academia um, and, frankly, uh, women uh, av uh, avowed man-haters such as Andrea Dworkin comes to mind, who would make pictures such as like men as all chained uh, she drew these fucking pictures of men chained extremely emaciated just like from Auschwitz concentration camp and then she said that was her ideal dream of men so yeah that dyke she really fucking hated men <laughs> Look her up, Andrea Dworkin. But um, in other places, countries, and cultures that they claim with the lefting, <laughs> cultures. Well, why don't you fucking embrace those cultures? Oh, do I get a bias here? Oh, because you don't get shit the way you want it. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Uh, there's such a thing out there that you may or may not be aware of. They're, they're called passport bros. And the passport bros are these, uh, these guys who, um, are, you know, some of them are really, well, some of them are just, you know, really buffed, great, uh, financially secured Chad kind of guys, you know, stud muffins, whatever you want to call them. And, uh, yeah, they basically go to these foreign countries 
and uh, get these women, and they're initially really happy um, <clears throat> until they're not. Because um, women are by no means stupid, and their number one thing that they want, that they understand part of their collective is uh, they don't want to stay in the Philippines because in the Philippines, the way things are set up basically is what's basically, I'm just trying to, they have no fucking rights. Just like in places like Qatar or the United Arab Emirates or all of these, you know, particularly places of the Islamic faith, they don't have a heap and whole lot of rights, quote-unquote rights. So they know the scam and they know the deal. So what happens is, um, you know, these beautiful women that are very fit and just and, and nice and pleasant and very feminine and fantastic cooks, you know, an American man is just, he's just blown away when with these women. He's, he's blown and blown away. Um, my God, because he's never, he's never had, he's never had sex like that. He's never had, you know, he gets a taste of, the, of something good and it's like shit, you know? And then after maybe a year or so, and time is on, and then it's about uh, getting them to get to the U.S. And oftentimes, more often than not, typically what happens is that once they, the women, once they get in the U.S., and in quick order, once they become westernized, and they have all these rights, um... They become the very creatures that he was trying to escape in the first place. And that is a fact. That That's fucking it. They become pigs. They become obnoxious, American, entitled woman-childs. That's my term for them. You could have a man-child who is a Peter Pan-type utterly irresponsible or incapable of being responsible man. And there are women childs who are the equivalent of that. And they can be, you know, as far as the American or westernized, they can be insanely sexy over the top. But that's it. That's all they've got. <clears throat> and so... They're the ultimate prostitutes, and you better cater to every, and I mean every, women fancy, or else. <laughs> Another term back in ancient times, 2030s, commonly called gold diggers. But for not every one of them, they're all trying the same game, particularly the pregnancy thing. Once they got prego, once they got the fucking prego going, uh, they're in like Flint. You're a pre-med student? Well, <laughs> she has different she has different plans for you. Yeah. You just wanted a great one night fling or something. No harm done. Mm -mm. Nope. 
She she has different plans. Oh, whether you like it or not. So, yeah, so with these passport bros, and I get these women and they come here and, you know, in three to five years, they're just back to square one, and they're totally fucked. They're totally fucked up. It's, it's just fucked. So, I have here what I think is a better solution that helps everybody. I would like to propose this uh, process that could be done, and let's see what happens. You know, let's let's give it five or ten years. You know, at least five. Shit, what's gonna hurt? Come on. <laughs> so I propose that, um, and certainly China would appreciate this because. <laughs> China has billions and billions of women that are just kind of, you know, twirling their thumbs and, you know, they're working in a fucking factory making minimum wage and, you know, and they got a guy who's doing the same thing and life isn't so good. Tell you what, why don't we change this? Why don't we offer what's the so-called American dream, at least a hell of a lot more of it, to these other people as an exchange, you know, like in business, like you'd have an exchange. Because you know what? When I have talked to these women, and I have, I have talked to them, and they pretty much agree uh, that as far as, if you want to call it competing, uh, competing for resources, or, you know, through their... What's the common term? Fucking, I guess that that there you go. There's there's one uh, that they can they can outdo that, um, and basically they know how to please a man and to not be a bitch, okay? Because ultimately that's what we want. So imagine this. I'm just there's just an idea. Hey, let's kick shit around, right? Okay. So, um, we bring in women of, you know, a childbearing age, you know, 16 to, to 30, let's say, or 16 to 25, somewhere in that range-ish. And we bring them from China, and we bring them from the Philippines, we don't have to do it for Mexico because that's an entirely different dynamic and there's already 60 million of them that come in every fucking year anyway because we refuse to stop it. So that's that's an entirely different dynamic. So we just for the sake of this argument, I'm limiting this to Asia, you know, basically. So we got Chinese women who are very very beautiful women and Filipino women. Okay? Okay. And they come here, and for life, uh, they can get married, and have a man they get married, but here's the deal. They get absolutely no guarantees or any protections or anything under the current laws. That's right. 
Now, I'm figuring on one hand, I've got women, I got femi, femi Nazi, whatever thing screaming at me that I'm the Antichrist, or I've got people just have completely fallen down laughing because it's so inconceivable. I don't know which. Only you could tell me that. But anyway, <clears throat> um, so these women come and they um, they come to stay with a man to be with this man, and but they have no rights to property. Even they can get married, but they don't. There's no. It's not like the fat ass, uh, obnoxious Americans. You know, countless, and I mean countless. You know, shit. We just went through the whole Johnny Johnny Depp thing. Of the of these women that are basically talentless and brainless, and she's pretty talentless and brainless. I mean, probably great, fantastic, I'm sure, or Johnny wouldn't have wanted to do her as much as he did. So I'm sure she's great doing the horizontal bop. But other than that, yeah, she strikes me as pretty brainless and talentless as well. So um, yeah, but she attempted, she wanted to wipe out this shit that they do of, of, I'm automatically entitled to half your shit. No, fuck that. No, you're not. You, you get what you brought to the table in the relationship. And if you are happy to be here and you didn't have other than your body and you and the clothes on your back, and that's all you had, and then you want to leave, then that's what you get. That's it. No no more of this fat-ass entitlement, um, obnoxious American woman thing, like the old song from the Guess Who. American woman, stay away from me. Is every situation equal, fair, or perfect? No. Could there be abuse? Yes. Because nothing's fucking perfect in life unless some, again, feminist, some childlike thinking mind hasn't figured that out. And you could say, well, Nancy, you could use the woman being oppressed. No. I'm the man or tens of thousands of millions of men doing everything in this world like we have. Like in the military. Like on the HMS Hood. For instance, 1,400 of them died very quickly. In other words, that's our thing. That is what we have to bear. That is our cross such as things unpleasant as going to war and getting our asses killed or maimed or whatnot. So, yeah, it's not fair. Life isn't fair, and it's not exclusive to you. It's also us. So I don't want to hear that bullshit. But, moving right along... She gets what she came with. You don't like it? Then there's the door. And 
probably no uh i know and i'm i'm saying you're gonna say oh my god th th this guy is he's he's off the charts no and you don't get complete and total brain you don't get voting rights so no voting rights no property rights you have very few rights you'd be lucky if you could drive a car so I understand that that is completely and totally 180 degrees against the current paradigm. Now, look at the overall, look at the horrific state of the situation in society right now, particularly I'm talking about with man-woman relations and a thousand sad, sorry points of it. And you're going to try to use that against me as a counter argument, saying that, oh my God, that's draconian, that's medieval, that's this. Well, I'm saying just because an idea, for instance, some things that are old doesn't mean it's bad. And there were reasons for this. They had reasons and i think very good reasons and to say well you're not an emotional creature right that's the whole fucking point that is it that's what kept some stability and some order was that 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 is the fucking point we're, generally speaking we're not emotional creatures that's who you don't want you don't want on a ship on a ship of war, in certain crisis situations, you don't want that or need that at all. That is the kind of shit that gets couples and families and situations, particularly in a crisis situation, that's the last thing you want. So I think what I'm saying is just try to put this in reverse for a moment, this, you know, the social experiment in reverse for the last couple hundred years has only shown, and I'm talking about it, it pretty much, it pretty much coincides with the birth of um, the romantic period in writing. Um, that... If you want to have a point that everything, you know, more or less basically started spiraling down and going to shit, that's your time frame. So I know I could be easy prey, easy pickings for every every woman, every feminist, everything in the world just going, oh my God, this have you heard this guy is why he's he's beyond you know he's beyond being a male show he's on a whole nother level well maybe but i could tell you this much the women and i talked to i don't know probably at least a hundred of them and they swore and i we talked about this and coming i said what if you could come to america or come to britain you know any of the westernized places because what happens inevitably, seen it endlessly, 
is they're that's cool we're in their home country then they come to america and everything's cool for maybe a year or two and then once they get any kind of instantly as soon as they become any kind of citizens and they get their rights here we go the female nature takes over and it is that's what it is it's female nature it's just like i can't i'm not going to blame them you know, there's no sense, there's, I mean, <laughs> that's like, that's like blaming a fox for, you know, breaking into the hen house to get chickens. It is what it is. But the difference is, is that at least I recognize it. I recognize what it is, and I call it out for what it is. And it just is what it is. <clears throat> so, for instance, men need do need certain laws to govern govern them, or there would be a great deal more of just general. I believe this would be a great deal more violence. This is despite the fact the effects of alcohol, but there'd be a, you know a great deal more violence and certainly rape. If there were no laws against rape, there'd be believe me, there'd be a hell of a lot of rape. So, just like you have to have laws that govern their um, particularly say undesirable traits, <laughs> if you want to call it that, it's the same thing for women. Because, generally speaking, to women, it's monkey branching, and everything should be a mall, <laughs> and a new purse, and a new this, and, you know, just not sustainable. Oh, yeah, and, and just willy-nilly just fucking having babies. With no real connection to resources reality anything there's because there's nothing there there's no there's no brain there's nothing there's nothing i'm gonna have a baby <laughs> okay and it's just a thing it's like you buy a puppy it's the same fucking thing it's just not looking at a lifetime of resources not looking at anything because they have, and I mean, again, it's part of their nature. They have this, this drive to make babies. <laughs> and that's what you fucking do. And you're very, very good at it. We get it. We got that. And look at any of the old films from the 19th, the, from the 19th century, just prior to the uh, First World War. And this just like thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of all these people. Well, that came from fucking. It it actually did. Yes, they did that then. And all those men, all those countless young men who uh, ended up dying horribly in the trenches of Europe. In other words... You spent all of that time, you birthed them. 
you raised them as children. And all the time and effort, because God knows they had to be sick on many occasions as, you know, babies, young children, all the things you had to nurse them through, all that fucking time that was spent, time and resources. And you want to talk about something incredibly stupid. If you would just stop, if anyone, if any woman had the courage to just say that simple fucking statement that she went through all of that for 17, 18 years. And then in those, if you see those old, old movies where the troops, these are all 17-year-olds, 18-year-olds, 19-year-olds maybe, men. And they're all applauding and the, the mothers are all shaking the flag and he's shaking the flags and they're on the trains this, that, and the other. They're never going to see their son again. They're going to be blown to fucking bits in a matter of weeks. Now, isn't there anything even remotely that is unbelievably stupid about that? Hello, folks. I just wanted to take a moment to give you this brief message. As you know, I don't accept any third-party advertising. I want you to be able to listen to any and all episodes to your heart's content without that nonsense. And it really is nonsense. Unfortunately, though, I do need to keep the lights on here. So I am asking for your support. The best way to do that is if you're not here already, go to theearnestmanshow.com and you can either click on the put some food in the fridge tab or... If you're interested in a little bit of merchandise, it's the Earnest Stuff tab. In either way, by participating in that, you will be supporting the show and keeping it commercial free. If you have uh, donated already, I just wanted to thank you sincerely. That's it. That's all I wanted to say. And again, thank you much. I think so. I would not want to raise my son or daughter 18 years of my time, patience, energy, training, a million things to raise a kid and then, you know, put a, you know, red, white and blue or whatever your national flag is, wave them off and just yeah, Johnny, go out there and uh, yes, son, you you're go get your fucking and get blown to bits. Or if they didn't get killed, you know, getting blinded or maimed. You get the point. It's completely irrational. So if you loved them, you would threaten to disown them. You would do anything but allow them to do this. Almost practically threaten to kill yourself. That's what women could do. But they don't. So, there's that. And it's not just women. It is men as well. But I'm saying it is the absurdity that you are the ones who harbor this 
this absolute biological imperative, you go through all this shit of birthing and caring and walking the floor at night to get the baby to go, you know, back to sleep. Just think about all of the work it takes to raise a child. And then you're going to turn around and give them up for something like this. It's just profoundly stupid. But I digress because that's what I'm trying to point out is something the other sex, something, some side, something that doesn't seem to be, uh, you know, firing on all cylinders here. I don't know. So anyhow, very quickly to tell you this, what was shown was that all these women, even if they were told after I talked to them, the, the Chinese women, the Filipino women, for example, said, what if though, you could still, you could come to America and you marry this man, but guaranteed, just say for life, you would have no rights at all. No voting rights, no property rights. If you, even if you get divorced, you get absolutely nothing. You know, a lot of them, and I mean a whole lot of them, would still love to have that opportunity to live that much of a quality of life. And that's what I mean. And that's what part of the men's movement, even if they don't want to admit it, part of them, that's what they are saying. Because that's what they want. That's what we want. That's what they want. That's what we want. And now they're figuring out that the even the uh, passport bros because they keep reverting back to, you know, being westernized. And uh, so that's not working. Yet all of these women are, they are dying for, and said, and, and I could, you know, preface this. Okay, you understand you're going to marry this guy and essentially, more or less, you're not going to have any rights to anything for life. You you get that. And they'd be, yep, where do I sign? That's somebody that appreciates having something in life because it's so fucking horrible. And they appreciate having something. It's called appreciating something. Whereas if you grow up as your average westernized, obnoxious, entitled American or westernized woman, you don't appreciate shit. And so it is what it is. So other than that, thank you for tuning in. I'm going to be back talking with you on Wednesday, Oregon Matters. Until then, as I always say, just remember, there are no bad words, just bad actions. Take care.